Hey guys, you're tuned into yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins with your favorite cousins, Dream the Doll, Trinice, and Trey. Yo. Yeah. So, hey cousins, what'd y'all do this weekend? Or a prior weekend, whichever brain cells you can muster to remember. <laughs> um, this weekend, my best friend came in town and we just really, we went to round one and we got a karaoke room and it was really fire. We should go back. It was so much fun. And so we can live our dream as the kitty cat cuts. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't wait. It was wait. so fun. Like we had the whole room um, and you can like bring, well, I don't know if you can bring stuff in. We brought stuff in. They didn't stop us. <laughs> And they literally, we had it until like 10. They let us go until close, which is an extra hour. I mean, I'm still coming, getting my voice back from hollering and screaming and acting a fool. And it was such a good time. And then, um, you know, the snowstorm happened. We was driving around in that. That was dairy. It was frightful. I was scared. Really? To death. Yeah. I'd be so scared of driving. I slept in, through in, um, the whole thing. I'd be scared of driving Child. in the weather elements because I lost my first car and, uh, when it was raining. Them bitches don't ever do what they supposed to do because I be having to wake up and go to work right now. <laughs> Me too. That I, rain said what yes, snow. I was so mad. I was like, okay, it's still snowing. Then I hear, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's drizzling now. I look at my car. It ain't freezing no right snow. Oh snow ice. <laughs> right. Yeah, it cleaned everybody's car. I cleaned your car for you now. Take your ass to But work. no, so we was driving in the thick of it. No, he was driving. Y'all it was in like a fall county? No. Oh, wow. But, like, the expressways weren't clean yet. So, like, when I say people was spinning out left That's and right. That was when I came back from work. I was like, oh, this is not. Nice. And I be thinking, like, y'all knew. You fucking knew. <laughs> <laughs> no. How, um, did you, did you see the meanness go, what I'm saying? It's like, and you, and you, and you, you're gonna tell her. You're <laughs> gonna tell her. But, no, anyway, um. I feel like they be stupid because y'all be knowing it be about to snow the day before. And y'all don't Man, never get out here and salt these roads. They did salt the roads. The, no, the roads was pre-treated. Yeah. They, they need to treat them some more, honey. <laughs> treat them better. It be salted. It be the non-shoveling. Like, where the hell is the plows on the highway? Yeah, I don't see none of them. And then when it be they Martin Luther together. King um, a holiday, I'm like... Yeah, they can't parade. <laughs> No, everything been, is virtual now. Yeah. No and give us goddamn MLK Day off, and I feel as though that's crazy. That's crazy because that's a federal holiday now. No, nope, we didn't get it. We got but, time and a half, but I oh, feel like that's racist. It. That's that's what it is. You, oh, you so get, yo, we had to work. I need we got paid for it. We had to work. And let's just have a moment of silence for what I'm gonna say, real seriously. Um, so this weekend. One of my friend's grandmother passed. Um, so we sent her, her healing energy Absolutely. and deep condolence. The C word, honey. Condola, honey. No, that's how She don't want condola. Um, no, but yeah. Um, so that, this weekend, that's what I've been doing. I was gossip and Rory because just oh, wow. to take some weight off of her, that's whatever. That's so sweet. That's really, that's really. Um, neat. then went to Good. her family gathering or whatever. And. <laughs> That's what it is, but it's the white mom um, <laughs> And it's crazy because her grandma had like pre-existing Conditions. health, which comes, and she had caught COVID or whatever. Jesus. So she, I think she had pneumonia and all that stuff. Yeah. So that played a part in it. Wow. Well, yeah, it's real. It's still tough out here, and I think people need to still be aware of that. Like, it's not over, and it's still affecting people. Like, we got an aunt right now that's in the hospital with COVID. Cool. So Poochie. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I, know. I guess look yeah i've been checking in um i've been checking in on her but it's like still she got it i'm not gonna run over there to get it but at the same time i don't understand how she got it since she is living well we know exactly how she got it actually when i think about it but um yeah so 
and then her being older and already having stuff going on, it's just really been like every sure. day I'm checking in. So, mm. you know, prayers up for those that are dealing with it and those that have people that they care about dealing with it. Like it's still rural out here, so still be safe, y'all. But well, I also went to an all black party and I got super drunk this weekend. In addition to that snowstorm. Mm, speaking of COVID and steam, I was out. Yeah, well, you know, I've been really stressed lately. Apparently, I've been sleepwalking. So, you know, I need Yeah, I ain't never did nothing like that before. I don't know. Some demons are sounding like strange dreams, Like I be having home invasion dreams, though. I don't. I don't know. I need a good You know, one. lately I be thinking like when I Get be dreaming, <laughs> I be dreaming as if grandma's still alive. Like mm. my dreams go, it's like oh yeah, sometimes yeah, it's just, it's just like a life moving on thing. Like it'll be like just it'll seem like a regular day in my head, but mm. it'd be like is this grandma there? Like I'd yeah. be like, oh grandma, come pick Rory up with Yo, me, or yes, I'm about to come pick you up, and all this all stuff, and stuff like that. And I'd be like, let me get myself together before I wake up and try to call her and play you myself. Know what I'm saying? Shame on us, honey. We ain't been to her damn site. Last year, we did not as we used to. We didn't. This is like at least the thought still counts. <laughs> <laughs> years go on, they, the flowers died. It stopped girl, coming. You live too far, honey. Why well, ain't nobody tell you move on that side of town? You know we live over east. You need to be a ghost and come live with us at this point. Um, but yeah. So, what are we sipping on today? A she? A no she? Oh, sorry, I had some pookie in my mouth. <laughs> A no, she better don't. Mm. And Trey, what will we be talking about today? We will be talking about the reprogramming of your mind. And um, yeah, just how to take control of your own mind. Not that that not let that thing just run rampant and do what it wanna do. So who wants to start? I guess me. Yeah, well, give us a feel. So basically, when I say that, I mean um, two twofold. One, we're taught a lot of things coming up. We're raised certain ways. We're raised to have certain beliefs, certain thought patterns. We um, identify with certain things based on how we were raised and the environment. And as you get older, you learn that some of those things don't always continue to serve you. You're in a different place in your life or, you know, your mother might have told you don't ever wear patent leather shoes. You're like a whore. <laughs> but then you realize, like, damn, I like patent leather shoes. And even though your brain's telling you, don't put those on, you'll look like a whore, you're like, damn, but I really like them. And that's the part of reprogramming and reliving your own life and realizing that you can change your mind about anything at any time and it doesn't change who you are, but your belief system, your core values, those are the things that obviously you don't want to change, but you have to question, what are my beliefs? What are my core values? Or have I just been passed down this set of pre-existing rules for my life that I just abided by because I was told to? Or do these things actually not serve me anymore and it's time for me to make new rules for my life? So that's that on that. Mm, I think that's pretty deep. Oh, you going to say something? I always hate to be the perfect one here, but not uh, the perfect one. Yikes. when I became the new me, I've well, Nobody been told like, you not to be a whore, so you didn't break any uh, rules. Um, yeah, nobody actually didn't tell me. <laughs> it's probably because you're a male. whore with men, honey. Right. They didn't tell me. They didn't tell they you didn't not to be a whore at all. They typically don't tell yeah, boys don't have that conversation. Tell me to be a whore at all. Yeah, they don't. Nah, I don't think they tell me no. to be a whore at all. So maybe they feel that's like why males can't be whores. They had maybe no... that's why I'm just out here. <laughs> they had no thing. Everything you. I dreamed of. <laughs> yes, but um, no, like once I became my my true self, I think that's when I had unlearned all the things that mm. I was taught, like 
boys don't being cry, like hyper-masculine, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Like, um, I think that was probably like my peak year, probably high school, graduating after high school is when I became the fabulous dream. Yeah. Um, but I think it was pretty much easier because a person that set a lot of those rules weren't a part of my life mm. at that time. I so with you. them being removed, okay, I can lay my new foundation and because build you just from felt that. like you got rid of everything. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say I'm ex- actually still in the process of unlearning because I feel like there are core things about me that I knew way back when that I was like, okay, when I was raised in the house, it's like I don't like this. I'm not gonna be doing this when I get older. I don't like how this is done. This doesn't have any structure to it. I don't understand this. So those things I knew growing up, but it's like there are things that I'm finding out in relationships, and I think that is a constant. Um, unlearning and relearning because there are things that you feel like you know hey this is normal or this is what I expect and then when you realize like your expectation versus what you get back sometimes you really have to reevaluate like how we were talking about friendships before it's like when I went in I'm thinking that all my friends are going to consider me and do this and do that and now you have to unlearn you have to learn like you have to teach people how to treat you they're mm. not automatically going to know that like there are things that I don't mean to cut you off. You mean to. Look, yeah, y'all know what I mean, but <laughs> I just sent Trey. I'm getting like, you know, that person, honey, sending all these spiritual things <laughs> <laughs> about that. What you call it. it was like, um, and I posted on my story, it was like, when you first find friends, you feel like you need them as because you at a place in your life as if you sick or something. Mm-hmm. So you're yearning from them. So they are your medication. Yeah, yeah. So once you grow out of that and stop becoming that person you were, you don't need that same medication. It's true. But that's why you would need friends that can be, that can learn and unlearn with you. Mm-hmm. And that's the process of any relationship. Can not just friends. We're using friends. No. Appeal, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but we're using friends in this example, but it's like, you know, the friend that I needed in college, I don't need out of college as a grown person. Like I need a different level of support and mm-hmm. I need different this and different that because we're also learning ourselves at that moment. I think, as long as you're taking the time to constantly learn yourself, you have to constantly teach others because you're reprogram- re- reprogramming yourself. Like there's things like now I'm willing to try things like literally on a basic example, Trey makes me try seafood probably once a year. And every year I'm telling her, I don't like it. It's not going to change. You're going to give me this crab dip from this place. And I'm going to be like, it's disgusting. But because I'm also in a place now where I know my palate is changing. I'm open to more things. I still try it because it might be the chance that, Hey, guess what? When I turn 33, I love crab dip, mm. but all these other years okay, I didn't. Okay, now food I could relate on that because for the longest time I did not eat like onions, peppers, and stuff like that. But you know, I'll to a certain ex- extent I'll eat them. Like if the mm-hmm. onions is cooked down and stuff like that. See, I'm still learning next. Me and onions do not. I do not bang yeah, on onions. I uh-huh. I even taste that crunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's, what I said. The texture be killing me. I'm a real texture person. They cook down like in a soupy, like mm. with a liquid space or something like that. Yeah, when you cannot um, taste it, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um. See, my reprogramming go for food, honey. Like, I grew up <laughs> yes. always eating damn. My mother, grandma used to make her some damn spaghetti every damn week, honey. She did. It's like spaghetti would never disappear no matter how much <laughs> How much you ate it, it throw it like, away. It's still in there. Yes, like, oh my God. I don't, I don't really cook spaghetti here. Said, look, 
Why are you cooking? We just ate. Y'all gonna need some spaghetti tomorrow. <laughs> I don't eat pork as much. Only pork I eat because we always pork chop to death. Mm-hmm. Um, Turkey chop. Yeah, pork, pork loins. Pork roast. But even with shoulder pork. Pig ain't safe in a black home. I tell you that. <laughs> but without that, I think my thing with that is you had to take the time to try other things because all you was exposed to is that stuff. So like I say, I think there are certain points like in your life where you like, child, when I'm growing, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that where you absolutely know from the beginning. But there are other things that you just was like, you know what? I'm willing to try it. I haven't been exposed to it, but I'm open mm-hmm. to trying. And I think if you have that mindset with everything, like emotionally, you know, financially, spiritually, physically, there's more that you can do because if you don't like something, you don't have to do it. And I think that's another thing that we have to unlearn as black children. We were taught like you're going to do what I say do and mm-hmm. understanding how much power we have of what we want to do now. And that's like, we can control that. Like just because yeah, this is how it's been. Black child, don't yeah, take if, that you, advice, if you still live in your house under 18, don't, <laughs> don't blame that on do us. Do not catch no two piece in a biscuit on our account, honey. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think we need to really get into a place where we're learning ourselves properly so we can teach ourselves properly to others because you know, it's it's literally like, you know, things change, situations change you. Um, I know me and you both had surgeries and in that moment, like we learned a lot about ourselves as people, about how we are dependable, reliable for others. And in certain moments when we're in need, we don't feel that we receive that. So I'm sure that changed for me. I know it changed mm-hmm. how I'm based my relationships, for me too. what I'm willing to give, how I look at people. And the surgery let me lose a bunch of weight. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wait, honey. So, like, you know, those moments, they really do call you to reevaluate yourself. And I think life is a lifelong journey of learning and relearning. You heard what Lauren, Lauren Hill said, miseducation, honey. I think we all miseducated until we take the time to read our own books. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If I had a book, child, woo, honey. Yeah, I don't even know what category. <laughs> what category Fantasy, horror, fiction. It's a mix of all of it. Child. Mine is a genre bending. It's all of them. Blend them all I together. No. Yeah, I think that um, it's so many topics you can touch on with, like, unlearning things. You can definitely go from things you learn on the physical, even down to food. Like, it's so, it's so universal. Like, but I think something that's deep for a lot of people is the mind. Like, you know, if you believe things that you've been taught, you believe that that's who you are and you have to go about your life differently. Like, you know, I hate when people say a person is so negative, like you're so negative, you're so negative. Most of the times these people are not negative. They've had a lot of Mm -hmm. negative experiences and trauma and trauma. And they have taught themselves or they they're living on the defense because they Mm -hmm. have to protect themselves. They're in mental survival mode or a lot of people are, they let optimism, optimism because a lot of things haven't went positive for them. So they are always thinking like, if I don't want to be too optimistic and then something bad happens to me, because at one point the most optimistic people, they did exist until things continue to happen. That made them be very, what you want to deem now to be negative. And in reality it's cautious. It's, Mm-hmm. It's survival, it's defense, because you don't want to live in a world where you're just thinking that everything's all rainbows and shit, and then it turns <laughs> out it's not. So, you know, I think that that's also a struggle, because even though those things can protect you, eventually you can get trapped in a mind where you only look for the negatives, you only look for problems to solve, and you'll miss so many of your blessings, or you'll miss so many of good opportunities, because you're looking for the other shoe drop all the time. And that's the part where I say, untraining your mind, untraining your mind to see the things that you've saw. Yes. At one point when you did wish for the best and life kept handing you the worst, you retrained your brain then that I should always expect the worst. 
But you got to retrain your mind to adjust to every situation. Like, mm-hmm. all situations don't call for the same thing. And I think that's my biggest battle now. Like, I have so much stuff that so many resources and things coming to me. But because I'm always expecting something bad to happen, I'm not going for certain things. So now I have to be the person, like, look myself and be like, why are you not going for that? Why are you not reaching out? Why are you not doing that? Because at the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know what that situation could entail. But you so used to things not going a certain way because you've had bad experiences that you're going to be stuck in this this um this rut of mental yeah. thinking and you're gonna be to blame for it. So That's you true. gotta retrain your mind, you gotta recalculate and recalibrate. And I think we talk a lot about new years, new resolutions, but Let's do that more often. Let's not just wait till once a year to try Child, to come bitches up. don't be no, doing that. People always be New Year, New like Me. Waiting. No, bitches like, already really? posting my new my New Year start February because we still some <laughs> January. First of all, January is always a trial month for me. Let's be clear. Um, I gotta get that December shit off my plate. Um, but no, I just think that we should just like I'm a I'm a I'm big on self correcting. Like I like to take time to myself and reevaluate things. And not everybody's like that, but. You know, when you do take that time, you just see like, all right, yeah, shit could be good, but it could be better. Or you know what? Why is, ask yourself, why do you think everything is bad? Sometimes it's just your perspective. Yes, and true. you can change your perspective at any given moment. Like, okay, it's pouring down rain. You don't have an umbrella. Okay, well, you need your hair washed. <laughs> I don't know you like. I'll, I'll say I'm in, in therapy, which I suggest for everybody, um, which is that is a vital part of me mentally and emotionally retraining myself and relearning myself. But that whole um, situation with negative thinking, um, I had this conversation with my therapist actually today and I was talking to her and I was just like, there's a lot of good things that are coming, but I'm always ready for the bad. Like, I would rather prepare for the worst than expect the best because, mm-hmm. and she was like, is it a comfort thing? Like, you're used to things being bad and that's why, and I said, you know what, honestly, yeah, like, you know things are going to go bad. I don't know if things will be good. Like that's yep. unfortunately that's the life that I've lived. So now I'm in a place where through talking it out and really getting to the root of why I'm responding away. Cause sometimes people respond on autopilot and they don't take the time to really figure out why did I feel that way? What's causing me to feel this way? Why and that's why I think I suggest therapy for everyone, especially if you're black. We've been through enough trauma in this country. Get some assistance. You need it. And um I just feel like there's so much that I'm learning about myself and about what I'm able to do. Because I'm opening myself up to see those things. Like, it's not just like, all right, well, this is what I've been doing. So, like, yeah, there's so much more to what you've been doing. And we talked about this in traveling. We talked about this in friendships. Like, like Trey said, you are in control of your perspective. You are in control of where your life goes and things from there. And if you feel like you're not getting what you want, you can change that. And I think there are a lot of resources out now. But honestly, it doesn't matter how many resources are out there if you don't take that step. Because nobody's going to help somebody that doesn't look like they want it. Nobody's going to. No therapist. They'll sit here and say, hey. Because um, Taraji P. Henson, she did a whole thing where she got black men free health, free, mm-hmm. free therapy for a month, I believe. And all they had to do was apply for it. So, I mean, at that point, it's like you have to find the resources that you want to make yourself better. Because people are not going to knock down your door to give them to you, but they are there. And mm-hmm. you have to make that commitment to yourself to learn, relearn, unlearn. And if you don't, there's really nothing from there. The first step is being aware and figuring out how you want to move forward. And when you start moving forward, I promise like the resources come, you just have to be open to it. And when it comes to self-reflection, I think um, we all should do it. Absolutely. We shouldn't wait for a new year or a moment or a death or, or something tragic in our lives to make us sit back and say, Oh, we need to do this better. Like a lot of people, if you really sit and ask, and we did this once before, so be cautious. But if you ask someone like, you know, Hey, 
what can I do better? Like just take inventory for the people that you trust and really care about. They'll be honest with you, hopefully in a very loving way, but don't ask for something and then not be open to what they're saying. Cause it's no point to say, what am I doing? And then tell them that's not what you're doing. Like, is their perspective. Unless it's far-fetched. Here we go. Unless it's far-fetched, you <laughs> know, if somebody telling you some shit that you know ain't true, honey, and right. you, you get other opinions, opinions and, and see, you can rebuttal, rebut it. <laughs> rebut um, it. Rebuke it. Yes, that too. <laughs> um, no, so for me, where I, because, you know, like I said, I have re- unprogrammed myself, but then reprogram myself to something that's to be where I'm at now in life or where I want to be. So when I do try to unprogram the new reprogram that I put, yeah. it's sometimes be hard because it's like, okay, I've been doing good this far. Everything's been fine. But let me see yeah. if I can unlearn this or whatever that I put myself. Like sometimes I think like <clears throat> the way that I, um, I, I don't want to say cope maybe. Yeah. I think maybe. Or the new standard that I set for myself so I don't have to feel like I used to feel. Mm -hmm. So once I do and I'll be like, oh, nope, there I go again. We go right back to the old program and nope. That is that. So I think that'd be my biggest thing, like with a lot of stuff with friends, with my with a a, a, a love (laughs) life. I can't get it out. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, see, there you go dreaming again. (laughs) But yeah, and I agree. And I think that's the hard part about um, having trauma or having things that you've gone through. Like that, it has to be a conscious decision. Like I had to realize, okay, you know, it didn't work with this person. That does not mean that every person is going to be that way. Now, of course, I'm not getting everybody. that's my thing. When I don't like how I feel, I don't want to feel it again. So so I don't want to take a chance of even being like, Okay, yeah. this person just stabbed me in my fucking stomach. Let me go to <laughs> Damn, you. Damn, why you not stomach? stab me in my stomach this time? Yeah, Daddy just so stabbed me in the, <laughs> me in the butt. <laughs> so yeah, like, I like it I've, that way. I've tried to do more with communicating. Like once I learn, hey, oh, this happened. I did not like that. I try to do better with communicating for the next person because you cannot control if a person hurts you. If somebody hurts you, it's because you did not see it coming. It's just unexpected. You won't know. But you can, like I unless always say, you ignore those red flags. Unless you, yes, unless you ignore red flags, and we don't do that. We should not do that. Um, um, I think it's a carnival. Fun for you. <laughs> hope you hope you got fun, okay? Um, but a fucked over cake. <laughs> Child, why, speaking of tangent on a funnel cake, while I was driving past some place in the hood that said they sell funnel cakes, I was like, why do you sell funnel cakes here? And Ray gonna say, I don't care if it's a backwards cake or a frontal cake. I'm saying, I'm sorry. Are you saying a frontal cake? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like, you know, when the girls go get their head done, don't they get a front? I said, sir, I said a funnel cake. Not funnel, a frontal. Not a frontal cake. So now, I mean, we're gonna some truth to it, honey. Those frontals be caked up. They got to be glued, child. They got to be glued. Now, I'm about to start calling them frontal cakes all the time. But then he was like, you know, I ain't we, we I ain't had this. We ain't go to no fair. I said, you ain't go to a fair. Like, come on now. You were not raised in 19. You want to act like you like, ain't yeah. no every day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, boy. I said, well, um, and uh, one of my friends was there. She was like, did y'all even have candy apples? And I busted out laughing like, not did y'all have candy <laughs> apples. Don't feed into his <laughs> foolishness. But yeah, like. Um, they had but, candy apple kids at the market. Of course they did. <laughs> and that's what I was like. They got funnel cake kids at the market too. But uh, whatever. <laughs> Put that shit on the stove or something. Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to this. I think that with that process is always hard to start again, to do again. But with learning myself and learning what works and what does not work for me, I do better with going out of the gate the next time. Like, okay, this time I ain't tell my friends that I need y'all to call me. When I get friends now, I'm gonna say, hey, I need y'all to call me because I learned it about me. So I update 
my life resume every time I have a new experience and that way I can oh. share it. Now, when you share it with people and they don't respect it, you know sooner because I think the thing that I'm feeling now when it comes to like even dating love life, I want the people that want to be with me to meet the people that love me because the people that love me are going to call them out quicker than I will because they're not blinded by, oh, I care about this person or the possibilities or whatever. It's going to be you know, um, dick drunk, honey. <laughs> that either. But, um, Try. but yeah, like there's certain things that you'll say to a man that is trying to get my attention that I won't even say. But as my cousin, as my brother, you'll say, what the hell are you doing here? What you want? Like those are things that you'll say, of course, hopefully in a nicer way. But probably yeah. not. You know what I, mean? you know. I don't really, I don't put it past you. But like those are things that I might wait to say out of like, oh, you know, it's not time or it's not this. But people that love you, they're going to be like, no, uh, what you here? Why you here? What you mm-hmm. here for? So those are things that I think, you know, each experience you learn more about yourself. And if you do not take those lessons and move them on into the next situation, the next relationship, the next job, you're doing yourself a disservice because that's like you working um, as a temp at one job and then getting a you getting a raise or you getting upgraded to a new position and being like, Oh, well, I forgot everything I did as a temp. Like, no, you build off of what you mm-hmm. have and you get rid of what you don't like. Okay. This job told me I had to come in at noon. The first job I had to come in at eight. It don't serve you to say, well, in my old job, I came in at eight and my old job. Like, okay. Do you want your old job back? Or do you want this job? Cause you have to do. So I'm getting triggered. Let's stop talking. Oh. About work. Okay. Yeah. I definitely get that. I get it. But I'm just not, I guess. I'm not optimistic about it. Yeah, and that takes because time. right now I honestly think, well, far is just like my I mean, like having a love life. I'm just happy where I'm at right now. Like mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it is, but then it's sometimes like, no, nah, because I couldn't have hoopty hoopty hoop and hoop. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like I always can see, okay. Maybe when I'm like a prune, maybe I can get some. What the hell gonna want you then, Mr. Reason? I no, prunes, prunes, what prunes, honey? Trust. Mm-hmm. Trust. Be like Gary with the tea, honey. Ah, <laughs> oh, you gonna wear your shirt? My, 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 um, no, oh, my um, with blouses, honey. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking as a relationship expert on the show. Really? Um, through, Are you? Through trial and fire, baby. I'm here. Um, unlearning in the relationship aspect is hard because what worked in one relationship, like I'm a, a dramatics, you piss me off. I'm a, I'm a cause a scene. You will know you made me mad. That doesn't work for everybody. And sometimes it can work for somebody else. So like Trini said, do you want your old thing back or do you want what you have? Uh-huh. So you have to unlearn that my toxic trait where my showstopper is not a showstopper over here. So mm-hmm. I better stop the shit for there is no show. Going in the show, honey. Um, yeah, yeah, my tantrum behavior. But um, then that's the thing. But that's unlearning is a choice. It is, yes. You can continue to do the same thing and then you can blame it on somebody and be like, oh, well, if that, like, okay, some people will say, oh, this person didn't do this, they didn't do that, they didn't do that. But what did you change? You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So we can say, oh, well, you didn't care enough about the argument, so I left and they ain't come chasing me, so you're not the one. When in reality, that person gets to be like, you walked away from me. You didn't want to continue the conversation, so you're not the one. Mm-hmm. So perspective Absolutely. and unlearning things and being able to come to the table and have communication and say, okay, this don't work for me. Okay, that don't work for me either. So what are we going to do mm-hmm. to change? So what do we need to unlearn so we can learn together how to grow together? Yeah. So unlearning, unlearning can be a team effort. It can be um, relationships. It should um, be both. It's friendships. It can be parent-child. It can yeah. be colleagues. Work. It can be anything. 
that's related doesn't have to just be um, self to self. It can be a lot of things because relationships are important. Nobody is an island. But I think the first thing you need to learn is yourself and you need to learn how to unlearn mm. yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't unlearn how to build with somebody and all of that if you don't even know yourself yeah. to know what to what, let go of. The mother Ruth say, how in the hell are you going to love yeah. somebody else when you, you can't love yourself? It all comes back mm -hmm. to self-love and that's it the does. thing. Everything. And I feel like with that whole situation, it's again, the biggest thing is it's a choice because the one thing that I think people don't talk about enough is like we talk about you know my toxic trait this or negativity but there's toxic positivity mm -hmm. and that's something that really bothers me where it's like wait people, please explain okay toxic positivity is basically you trying to um be optimistic about be everything. super optimistic about everything so like if you come in here and you say oh well you know today was a rough day at work like like you said and I'm just like all right well, at least you got a job at least this at least that it's like okay yes I'm grateful for these things but I still have I want yeah, to voice ignoring, how I'm feeling. Ignoring the it's basically completely. trying to yeah, get past the negative and just focus on the positive so much that you're not being real about. It's not balanced. And I think there is a space and a time where you have to say like, yes, I'm grateful for my job, but I can also say I'm grateful, but I don't like these things. Mm. And as again, this is a black kid thing that we were taught. A lot of black kids, they struggle with saying the these are things that I don't like, even though I like this, because mm -hmm. I know in the houses that we were raised in, See, it's well, like... See, my parents been toxic, positive yeah, all their damn life. Yes, they oh, have, yeah. because that's how they cope. Because if you really have to sit and say, oh, well, we don't have no car, and I can't yeah, do this, and I can't do that. Oh, they say, yeah, uh -huh. That's what I'm saying, because it's hard to see their reality. And if they would have unlearned and said, you know what, if I'm honest with my children about our situation and our dynamic, maybe they will respond in a way where they can respect it. Like if you tell your kids, you know what, it's hard for me to find a ride for you. They might say, you know what, Ma, I can ask my friend or I can do. You don't know what resources they can have. But if you sitting here like, oh, it's fine. Everything will work out. It's going to be fine. And then you're upset that the child is giving you pressure. It's like you're not teaching them to respect where they really are. And I think that's the thing about going either way. And that's why balance is necessary. Like you have to respect the good and the bad. Like you have to respect the up, the down, the in, the out. All of those things are part of the process of learning. And if you aren't real about where you are and also have the intention to be better than where you are, it's not, you're not going to get anywhere. That's true. But nobody say that's true. So don't be out here being toxically positive. It really Look pisses me off. With his hand over his cheek. It really bothers me. Um, so on to unlearning, what is one thing that was major that you had to unlearn about yourself or about life that you thought you would always think or feel? Mm, it's so much for me, but I'll just pick one. Yeah, just, just one, please. So, I was going to be trauma bonding, honey. You play, a, you play a part in your reality. You are the biggest part of your reality. So you, you shape your reality. So what you do. It's just as important as what you don't do. So if you don't like your outcome, then change what you put in. And I always thought that I had no control over what happened. I just rolled with the punches. You do have control over what happens because the things that you bring to the table, the cards you pick are the ones you have. So you got to work with what you got. When you don't give yourself enough, out, enough to work with, you have a shitty hand. So that's something I had to unlearn. Like, stop thinking that life just happens to you. It doesn't. Even if you were younger and you always felt that life just happened to you, you can change that. You can change that. Things are not going to always be in your control, but what is in, in your control, do something about it. You up next. What I um, had to unlearn, I think, was the bad decisions I made was going to make me a bad person mm -hmm. rather than. Uh, so when I unlearned that, I thought I used it as the bad decisions I make are going to be a lesson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm still learning that right now because I mm -hmm. myself up. be a lesson and 
of what to do or the outcome that is given from that, how mm-hmm. not to make that. Um, because child, I used to be a bad ass in school, honey. Tell me <laughs> you ain't gonna graduate, you ain't gonna mm-hmm. well parents told me that mm. but the school ain't tell me that honey, no <laughs> child left behind <laughs> and the bitch that was telling me that I was stealing her paper to Yikes. do my work <laughs> so shout out to her, her. <laughs> shout out to all of them that helped but, us um, get through school it wasn't me I was one of them you're not cheating off my paper this is Go oh, to I, mean, was, um, I mean girl favorite, no, I, was so. a, mm. I learned on my own you're gonna get it on yours I hated you know, those my whores. teachers used to tell me <laughs> I, I got mine you got yours to get I know y'all hated it and I hated y'all friends look Come on, you always fucking sitting up here. <laughs> you you ain't like anyway. glass here. I was like, mm, no, and so I got my first girlfriend. Wow! Yikes! Did my work? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Until I found out she liked me later. What? what? I said, oh, that's why you keep doing my work for me for this place. I don't come to. Stupid. Thank so, you. Though. So yeah, um, and not letting what somebody says mm. be your story. Mm. So cool. Um, You're dropping gems a day. Dream with the gems. Yes, honey. I, I had to um because I think I that when I was younger and things used to be told to me like what my outcome would be or who I would be, I think that used to like not put fear in me because I always was a oh I don't care I'm a, <laughs> this what I'm gonna be doing this what I'm gonna be doing you think you're telling me something but <laughs> this how I'm be in the future or whatever but I think just that being young as a, as a child and. That is something that's being told to you. So you're thinking like, okay, this is going to be my future because that's what they said it's going to be. Yeah. Rather than being like, okay, no, this is just a, a moment for me. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be um, all of it. Yeah. yeah. All, my life. <clears throat> I think that's so important. Like there's a lot of times in the conversations I have with people where it's like, you at any point you're going to be bad to someone. So I wish they would have told me you ain't gonna be nothing. You ain't gonna be good for nothing but laying on your back. <laughs> <laughs> Not I wish they would have told me that. Why would you say that? <laughs> Who says that? I wish they would have told me that. Maybe I wouldn't be so good at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's a lot of things where what we, like bad is relative, and there's certain things that you gonna a person gonna feel bad based on where they are and what's being put in. It's a bunch of variables, but like just because you have one bad experience, it doesn't make you a bad person. I think that's something that is really um is said, but it's not believed because if you think about it, even like in our justice system, it's like oh they made a mistake, but when they get out, we are gonna treat them right. That doesn't that never happens. That never ever happens. So we are really not good as a society as a culture with rehabbing people and giving them chances after they make mistakes. We suck at that. So I understand why that's something that's taught, and I think that's something that needs to be unlearned. Child, some people don't deserve no second chances. If right, but that's frankly. again that's based on what they choose to do. The people that are truly remorseful that want to make a change, I think that, yeah. Man, what's the limit to it now, honey? Here you go. It has to be like, I don't... That's what I said. The people that are truly remorseful and want to make a change should be the people that should be given a chance. Like, of course, not just off words, off of actions and deeds and what you choose to do. That's just basic. Mm. Um, I'll say the one thing that I am still unlearning is like, I have to work for so much. Like, I have to earn so much. Like, I feel like for such a long time, I felt like I had to work to be this. And, okay, people going to love you if you do. And that's something that's really hard for me because I feel like a lot of my personality and who I am was based on being a performer or a producer. Like, make this happen and then, you know, you'll have a place. Or make this happen and you'll be valuable. And just, like, mm-hmm. you are valuable, period. Like, regardless of what you do. And the people that only see your value based on what you do are users. And you need to understand that this is not normal. And to... Um, unlearn, especially as a black woman, like bending yourself and breaking yourself for people that won't do it for you. Like, 
I have seen generation after generation of women that I love and that love me destroy themselves or break themselves to the point of sometimes no repair for people that won't even check on them, people that won't even care about how they made them feel or, okay, yeah, I know this is a lot to ask because you have never asked this of me or I have never even done something like this for you. Like seeing that really made me learn like, okay, I need to give and I need to see where I'm giving because I'm not emptying myself of somebody that wouldn't even pour anything out for me. So that's a constant unlearning. And it's hard as a black woman because we are taught from the day we enter this earth, like you, you know, you're going to do this and you do that and be understanding that the man can't do this and be understanding of people that can't like we have to be fine with deficiencies. And I think I'm in a place where I'm like, I want to be fine with what I am, period. Well, all right. So, <laughs> right, any, that's um, that on that. Any tips or suck on that? <laughs> any tips or resources that have helped you get to that point that we could give to our cousins out there that's listening? And I'll say first, I again recommend therapy. Um, find somebody that you can talk to that can really dig into why you do what you do and what because when you really understand why you're doing, you can make better choices. Like, if I'm going off of like every time somebody say this to me, I'm getting angry. If they really ask you, like, what is the anger from? You figure out these things are deep-seated, basically, from what you learned before. And you can always unlearn those things. You have to be intentional. So I suggest therapy 5,000%. And find a therapist that works for you. Everybody is not going to be for you. Just like every shoe don't fit, every therapist is not a one-size-for-all. Find somebody that fits your life and what you need and your requirements and go from there. Um, I suggest... Uh, getting feedback, taking time out, and you can journal sometimes. I've recently started writing things down, and it makes me uh, reevaluate what I'm thinking. I'd be like, that's not right. Or I'd be like, do I really think that? Or just challenge their perspective, like see things differently. Like my initial reaction to everything is, why is this happening to me? What have I done to deserve this? Because I, like many, lack the cause and effect brain. Well, I don't ever think about what I've done to put me in situations. I only think about what's happening to me. And then I get mad and I'll be like, okay, maybe this person is coming at you with a gun because you slapped them two days ago. Hmm, that could be very possible. So once I start thinking like that, then I'd be like, ah, oh, maybe I should or should not do this. So, yeah, I have a backwards brain and I learned that about myself. So now that I know that I think backwards, I guess I try to think forward, if that makes sense. Am I making sense? No. If it makes sense to you. So. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying like now and I'd be like, okay, if I don't want a negative outcome, think about what you're doing to to put that out there, I guess. And it's been helpful somewhat, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Do you have anything to add? Okay. He... <laughs> you don't got nothing to say. Right. Like, how did you unlearn your food taste? How about that? Got tired of eating fucking spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti sandwiches. Not I'm a Blake Italian. <laughs> you spaghetti on some white bread. and never hurt nobody with some cheese. Oh, that's so horrible. But yeah, yeah, thank I you guys nothing. for listening. All right. words of Whitney Houston. I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins. You guys can follow me on Instagram at DreamTheDoll. That's J-R-E-A-M-T-H-A-D-O-L-L. And we hope you guys subscribe, like, leave a comment, let us know. Follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Cousins. And follow me on Instagram at Busy89 on my business page. And of course, 
as always, single de Moolah in here. You know the spelling C I N C O D E M U L A. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. <laughs> so, yeah, follow us, like, subscribe, let us know what y'all think, and hit us in the DMs, all that. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.